G'day and welcome to the Fly Fisher Podcast. Since 1967, we've been spreading the bug of fly fishing. Join us as we celebrate the fun of fly fishing and chat with characters that enjoy it as much as we do. Whether you're just starting out or have some experience, we hope our ego-free commentary helps demystify fly fishing and inspires you to visit new places and try new techniques. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Behind the Counter. This is a long-awaited episode and uh, we've been pretty flat out, hence why we haven't been able to do one. There's only Sorry, guys. Yeah, sorry. Ross yeah. has been off having a baby. I've no, been off. Sam had a baby. <laughs> Ross is the father to the baby. Don't downplay the father's role, Peter. <laughs> it's very easy for you to, you know, on your... On your high horse with no understanding of what it's like. <laughs> nor, nor do I. Have yeah, no, yeah. Anyway, Ross doesn't stop bitching about it, so it must be hard. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there's no doubting that. Max is in New Zealand, and uh, there's one thing we uh, we should announce. Forbes has finally gone. Mm. Yeah, it's sad, isn't it? He was here this week, though. He, yeah, he came in and distracted us for half a day's work, and nothing yeah. got done. <laughs> Four yeah. staff members all standing around talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> the ultimate level of productivity here at the Fly Fish App. <laughs> average day in the shop. <laughs> Seriously though, Peter, why has it been so long since we've had an episode? We've just been flat out. Mate, you could have done it while I was away. Well, you left us. Yeah. And Forbes left us. Well, the real story is you did do it. Ah, oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, we did it and I stuffed up. I made a mistake. I put a bad SD card in the... In the podcast machine you're the expert mate you're supposed to be the podcast guy you should have backup memory cards in there i do i did but <laughs> yeah, i didn't put it in <laughs> uh yeah that's no good but we're here now yeah so sorry to all the listeners on, yeah on behalf of peter but we're, we we're gonna get back into the rhythm now and get them out weekly or yeah, fortnightly again and get a bit of a routine going because we know how much you love listening to us um, I reckon that's one good thing. Like when you do have a bit of a break from doing this, the creative juices start flowing again and you're like, oh, actually I've got a few great ideas of some podcast episodes. Yeah, well, we've we got some do. exciting feature-length episodes coming We do, yeah. we do. And yeah. chatting to the right people and, yeah. Anyway, so there's some good listening coming, guys. Stay yeah, tuned. Yeah, stay tuned. Don't, yeah, our listener engagement's a bit down now. So we're going <laughs> yeah, to have to work hard to, hard to regain that. <laughs> don't forget about us. Yeah, don't, don't forget about us. <laughs> um, yeah, should we jump into it? Yeah, mate. What's been going on in the shop? Some, um, some things have changed pe- a little bit. People are fishing and yeah. lots of new gear turning up, as always. Yeah. I don't know why, actually. Like, it's a weird time of year to have a lot of new stuff turning up. I think it's because we're coming into the American summer, probably. Yeah. Yeah, that might have something to do with that, actually. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, some really cool gear. Uh, great reports coming through of people on the rivers. Um, yeah. New Zealand trips, obviously, in full swing. Yeah. Uh, some good... Tropics-based fishing happening as well. Yeah, really good tropics-based fishing. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, no, there's, there's plenty happening. Yeah. Yeah, I, and I feel like we've had a lot of visitors in town in the last few weeks. Yeah, well, that World Recreational Fishing That's it. Conference has yeah. really, really... I mean, we've had some interesting people through the door. Yeah. You know, Yanks and yeah. all I, sorts. Yeah, so I wasn't here on that Saturday that it was running. Yeah. Was that... Yeah. You got a few people yeah, we got through a few from people that. Through. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was a fishing expo. The fishing expo, and then there's another one on... At the moment, which is what everyone's been coming in for today. Yeah, but that's more for people in the uh, fisheries. Yeah, fisheries research and things yeah. like that, yeah. yeah. But a few fly fishermen amongst them and interesting yeah, yeah, yeah. people to talk to. Yeah. yeah. No, it's good. We've had people from BC, uh, America, 
somewhere in Europe. Someone came in, but yeah, um, yeah, it's attracted people from all over the world. For and apparently, it's it's been a great show and some really good guest presenters uh, at that event. So it's kind of cool that they're coming to Australia for that kind of thing. You'd yeah, I know. You weird, think it. and they're saying about how well we've got our shit together. Yeah, like apparently, you know, shout out to Victorian Fisheries Authority. You're they sold themselves well yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to the rest all of the that world. money on marketing. <laughs> <laughs> but no, seriously, they do do a fantastic job um, managing our, our trout fisheries and, and further beyond. So yeah, yeah. definitely. No. Hats off to Vic Fisheries for yeah, being so proactive. Definitely. Good 100%. on you guys. Um, we've got some exciting stuff too, like Learn How to Fly Fish clinics coming up. Yeah. We've got a Learn How to Fly Fish clinic with Ben from Aussie Native Flies. Um, so that's good. Um, it's Murray Cod specific, I should add. And cod is one of those daunting species on fly, isn't it, Andrew? It is. There's a lot to unpack yeah. with cod yeah. on fly. And no better bloke to, to do it than Ben from Aussie Native Flyers. Um, yeah, really good opportunity and pretty good price, I reckon. Like, I think so. Yeah. yeah. It's a smaller group clinic, which is good. Sometimes those clinics can blow out to a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, at priced at four ninety five a person, but yeah. you're going to learn so much. A lot like, of one on one stuff, you know. Yeah. Group maximum group of four, I think. Yeah, which is doing. that's fine. Mm. Like you know, I've attended a fishing clinic with way more people than that, and yeah, it's you know you kind of feel a bit more like a student in a high school class as opposed <laughs> to <laughs> you know an intensive fishing clinic. You are of an age where you've been a student quite a <laughs> yeah. bit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, still am a student technically. <laughs> My student. Yeah. He's constantly <laughs> learning. Fly Fisher there. Academy. <laughs> <laughs> Step one, put the right SD card in. <laughs> Step two, put the hooks online properly. <laughs> yeah, that was a boo boo. Yeah, that was a boo boo. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. But that's a good segue. Tell us about the hooks. Yeah, the hooks. So we've got a uh, hundred packs of TMCO hooks. So yeah, that's a hundred fly tying hooks. These have been carefully sellered for about Oh, 20 years. Oh, they're, they're at the perfect age now to they go are. open. Yeah, yeah. Still gets better with age. Um, yeah. But yeah, they, they remnant stock from Tywell. Um, so they're as good as anything made today in, in their current models of the Tamco range. Um, there's some barbless stuff there, barb, you know, but there's a huge number of different models of hooks there. Yeah. So if you like your Tamco hooks, uh, they're still brand spanking new and in 100 packs. Uh, yeah, good opportunity. Um, yeah. Nineteen bucks too. Nineteen dollars. So I think what normally they're like seventy five or yeah, something. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, it's a it's a big yeah. a big discount. Yeah. And if you're like me and you know you you're tying flies and nobody's look. like you, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you're learning to tie flies and you're like, oh, that's these first ten I've tied look terrible and I've burned through half a pack. The hundred packs good to learn on, especially for nineteen bucks. Mm. Like you know, if you're getting into it, buying a hundred pack of just your like standard dry fly hooks. You yeah. Know, Forgot the number now, TMC something, something, something. I don't know if commercial fly tires <laughs> listen to our podcast, but I reckon they'll be pretty hot <laughs> yeah. on the phone for us too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's better than trade pricing. It is. It's yeah, crazy. fraction of yeah. it. Yeah. Um, anyway, we, yeah, we kind of yeah. we took a, t- a turn there. I yeah. think I'll skip forward a bit. Let's go. Yeah, um, yeah so back on learning to fish. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Scotty's um, Clinic. Yeah, so yeah, Ben's on the cod and then uh, Scott's got one specific to fly fishing the Goulburn River um, coming up on, what was the date again? Uh, the 4th and 5th of May. Yeah. Um, not sure. No, 4th of March and 5th of May. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. 
Um, so Scotty's put a lot of work into this one. It sounds like a really structured sort of course over two days. Um, Twelve hundred and ninety-five bucks, um, which uh, sounds like a lot. I think that's either going to a new wing of his place in Marysville, um, or <laughs> maybe it's going uh, towards accommodation and stuff. I'm not so sure, but uh, you know, it, it's certainly a bloody good opportunity to to learn that river from someone that knows it so intimately. Yeah, I mean, the Goulburn's one of those daunting rivers too. It's a tricky like, one. Different flow yeah. rates and, yeah, yeah it's uh, and, and very hatch-driven yeah, being a tail di- race. Different different ways to fish it too. Yeah. You know, like like you said, different levels. It's, yeah, it's not the easiest river in the world. Yeah. So uh, the, the, that, um, I reckon, like of all the waters in Victoria, that's probably the one that... that it remains an enigma for so many people. So if you do want to work out that that river, um, then that's a great opportunity. Uh, if you do want to book, you can book through the Fly Fisher or you can contact Scotty directly at Wilderness Fly Fishing. Yeah, and that's um, the 4th and the 5th of May, sorry. Yeah. Sorry, just thought I'd clear that up. Cool. Um, we then One of the, the little ideas we had of a podcast episode uh, that you want to stay tuned for will come out at the end of March is... Uh, fly fishing the Golden River, so we're, we're actually going to sit down with Scotty and uh, and get some of the secrets. No doubt there'll be more if you do sign up for that course um, and more on-water tuition with him there. Um, but, yeah, we're going to get him on the airwaves. So it'll be good to get him back, hey? Yeah, oh, mate, everyone loves Scotty. Scotty X. <laughs> X Amphilacus, apparently. <laughs> um, the Greek freak. Yeah, there's, there's not, n- nothing not to love about Scotty, and uh, it'll be good to get him back on. I know he's he's, uh, he's excited about the prospect too, so we'll feed him a few beers and take him out for a meal, and uh, it'll be good. Yeah, no, it will be good. Yeah, hopefully it's as much as a hit as the last one. Yeah, I gave him shit about his fly selection today because he was loading up on <laughs> it's flies. It's so old school. It is, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I accused him of maybe still fishing cane rods. Yeah. <laughs> In saying that, that's just proof that those old school patterns still work. They do, yeah, yeah. And whilst he, you know, there's a smattering of new stuff that he gets there, I was like, mate, how long has it been since you've been in? I think you need to see the up-to-date fly range. Like, there's been a bit that's changed in the last couple of years. Yeah. <laughs> he's, just, he's out of touch, but, yeah. you know, certainly not out of touch when he's on the water because he catches them. He catches a lot of fish. And, mm. yeah, good fish at that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so more, you know, obviously if anyone wants help and tuition, uh, the, the, our introductory courses as well, just uh, once a month we do introduction to fly fishing courses. If you've got a mate that's shown an interest in it and you don't have the time or will to teach them, you really want to put them in touch with us so that they can do the, uh, one of those courses, um, usually with Peter and Karen Brooks. Uh, certified casting instructor Karen Brooks is and a really good opportunity there too. Um, Casting lessons again with Karen um, so those we can organise she's pretty flexible in terms of timing um, and yeah so any help you need with tuition get in touch, happy to help. And I'll pump Karen's tyres up plenty, she's one of the best teachers I've ever met when it comes to anything in general like she's Mm. just great. Yeah. Like yeah to pass on knowledge and yeah. Like, she's a wealth of knowledge, especially when it comes to your own thing. Yeah. It's one thing having that knowledge, but it's another being able to communicate Yeah, that's it, right. Isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's 100%. And nails right. that. Um, yeah. So, yeah, uh, if we can help, please do get in touch. Yeah. 
Um, what else have we got going on? I guess Forbes is still there wanting to do his fly tying stuff. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah. So we also we're also offering private one on one fly tying lessons, or you know that you can bring two of you. It's a hundred and fifty dollars a head. Yeah. And that's basically including as much beer as you can drink. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Yeah. Everyone's going to be signing yeah. up now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it's here in the shop at the beautiful round table at the front uh, with our one and only Forbes Linderman. That's Tasmanian oak, mate. Doesn't get any better than <laughs> no, that. You <laughs> were. So proud of this table. I love this table. <laughs> I just think it fits the space perfectly. Um, but yeah, we got a, a, a we had material, excess material, most of it just being from my personal fly tying collection that was uh, very poorly stored. We've got this huge on wheels tool pro. Thanks to the team at Super Cheap Auto. Really appreciate your support. Um, and you know, <laughs> if you'd like to sponsor us, please reach out. Uh, and yeah, so it's what it's like five feet high that thing, but it is yeah. chockers full of material. And that's uh, you're, you're welcome to dig into that when you do that flight time course, so you can tie whatever you want. Yeah, and Forbes is pretty pretty good around the board when it comes to tying from he is. flat I, wings and game yeah. changes to we trout talk, stuff. We're always talking very kind about Forbes, aren't we? We I don't know. We we need to give yeah. him more shit, but yeah. Anyway, he's, yeah. he is that good. He's a yeah. nice guy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, no faults. Um, and on the tuna fly tying, we've had a whiting saddle and cape restock. Fully loaded again. Fu- yeah, fully loaded. Yeah. Um, and been worth the wait too, I'd say. There's some bloody good capes there. Oh, yeah. That um, If you're in Melbourne, come in and, and uh, I was going to... Uh, yeah, I won't say what I was going to say actually, but put them in your hands. What were you... <laughs> he's, he's, he's just That's what I was going to say. I don't know why. Yeah. Um, that new medium ginger cape is fantastic. <laughs> oh, you'd like that one, wouldn't you? Oh my goodness! Um, I mean, I. <laughs> uh, it's looking at me. Saddle or cape, they're beautiful. Um, and yes, yeah, so it's some good colours there. Obviously, any natural bird has some natural variation. So that's why often it's great to come in store. They're a significant purchase, um, so do it do it properly. If you do want us to talk through the colour of them over the phone, um, happy to. We could even take a photo on our phone and text it to you. We're happy to do that sort of stuff. So yeah, um, put it on a hackle gauge and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Professionally cool. graded, of course. Oh yeah, yeah. No, that's what we're doing. Here. <laughs> yeah. Every single feather will be professionally graded. And uh, highlighted <laughs> just to make feather selection easy. Um, but yeah, good quality stuff from the team at Whiting and Mets. We've got some good yeah, Mets ones here yeah, too. Yeah, and the Ko stuff's not bad. It so is. If yeah. you're getting into it um, and you're not that picky, best value for money. In yeah, tapes, I reckon. Yeah, yeah. N- not as good feathers as Whiting, but you know you're going to get good. Good vape, yeah. Gosh, there's definitely. still a lot of feathers on those capes. Oh, plenty. Yeah, maybe just not. You're not getting as, quite as many flies out yeah. of each feather. Yeah, perhaps. and maybe not the stiffness too of in them. But yeah, you like that. Not um, as much as you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what next, buddy? Uh, new Fly Life magazine out. Yeah. Um, and uh, shout out to Leighton and the team at Fly Life. Done a good job with this issue. Loving it. Um. Nice cover shot there of Leighton himself. It's good, isn't it, when the publisher puts himself on the cover? That is so cool. What does that say about a guy? Yeah. (laughs) 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 The power of the microphone. How fun. Um, Sorry, Leighton. I'll take that back, mate. Um, But, you know, you look great. You really... And 
Yeah, low light igniters too, so we can see your beautiful um, eyes, jewel coloured eyes. Great, mate. Um, and yeah, flicking through the pages though, I loved getting to Nick Raygart's article on blue moki, which are one of those fish that they um, they get in Fiordland. He loves these things, and they're they're kind of like a big brim, I guess. Um, but yeah, that's worth a read too. And Nick has some great travel options coming up to Jurassic in Argentina, St. Brandon's uh, off Mauritius and the Rio Grande uh, in Tierra del Fuego. How good is that? I pronounce that you, pretty you've good. You've done well. <laughs> you've done well. Um, so, yeah, if you're looking for some travel further abroad, I'd get in touch with Nick at Jim Clear Travel. Um, he's, a, he's a great bloke to travel with. He always has things sorted and often those places aren't as easy as it might look on a postcard. So having a host that can, uh, you know, get you through is is really, really good, a great way to travel. Yeah, definitely. Um, that's it for what's new in terms of news. Yeah. But we do have some exciting new products. Oh, and Ross had a baby. Oh, Congrats, yeah. Ross. And Sam. Yeah, but, you know, they know Ross. <laughs> they don't know Sam um, But yeah, congrats to the, to the two of them It's a healthy little boy And yeah. all going well by reports So uh, we're certainly missing Roscoe here on the shop floor And look forward to getting him back But in the meantime, I, we, we, we all hope He's having some very valuable family time That's right um, Yeah, we've got some exciting new gear in, that's for sure Like really exciting new year Alright, kick it off mate What are we I'll got? kick it off Alright, the Orvis Approach Hikers is the coolest product I've seen in this shop. <laughs> like, it is amazing. It looks like something from the future. It does, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, it's like a shoe within a shoe. Yeah. Basically, you've got a, sh- a It feels, you pick it up and it's, it's light as a runner. Um, it's got the Michelin rubber sole, you know, similar to the Orvis Pro Boots. It's yep. designed for flats wading mainly, um, but you could definitely wear it on the traps, streams for wet wading. So you've got your inner shoe and then you've got a protective like second skin on the outside that seals around your ankle nice. to keep sand and cone shells and <laughs> anything that's going to kill you up north in Australia out. Yeah. Glow sticks, glow, <laughs> glow sticks out. <laughs> Mate, when you saw those shoes, all you could think about was clubbing. Literally, yeah. <laughs> they look like Balenciagas or something. <laughs> They are amazing, though, seriously. And for how light they are and how grippy, I mean, we've got the nice polished concrete floor in the shop and they they, grit, they stick to them. It's crazy. Great for dancing. Great, yeah, great for dancing. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, but no, they, they're going to be a hit, I think. Um, yeah, I yeah. reckon too. Yeah. So if you want to see some breakdance uh, demonstrations at the Fly Fisher, feel free to uh, pop on in and see Peter. <laughs> Rolling around on the floor <laughs> with zero style. <laughs> hey, I'll have good shoes on at least. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah no, but no, they, they're really cool. They eliminate the need for wearing wading socks too because they've got that gravel guard that seals around your ankle in them. They're, yeah. They're fantastic. Yeah. yeah, no, they'll be yeah. perfect for saltwater flats, no doubt. Yeah, definitely. Um, now, I think we announced on the last podcast a new rod coming from Sage. Uh, oh, yeah. But it's here. Yeah. The R8 Salt. Oh, are we allowed to say it now? Oh, f- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Sage R8 Salt is here and it's a bloody good rod. It's amazing. Mm. Like blown away. Yeah. 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 Um, everything you'd expect from Sage and uh, 
I reckon, are very a, a lot more usable than the old Salt HD in terms yeah. of just uh, anyone can cast these things now. Yeah, so the swing weights to be significant, re- significantly reduced. It is totally different beast. Yeah, um, yeah they just keep doing it, don't they? Like yeah. just making a better rod yeah. time and time again. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that that they you know yeah. as good as any other saltwater fly rod on the market. Yeah. Uh, if you wanted to come in and run a line through one of those and compare it to say a Helios 3D, you're welcome to. Obviously, in our casting lane at the the back of the shop. But yeah, new from Sage, very I think cool. The standout of that and the one you've been eyeing off too is the 12 weight. I yeah, think if you're looking for a 12 weight, that salt R8 is the obvious choice. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah, that that longer foregrip really makes a difference on a 12. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the new pro jackets we've got for more of us. You just love anything with pro on it because you think you're a pro, don't you? Not far from it. <laughs> <laughs> Closer than you to a pro. Yeah, <laughs> it wouldn't be hard. <laughs> um, but yeah, the, they look cool. I really like the two-tone colour on the new pro jacket. They, uh, they've done a good job with those. Um, and yeah, it's a really rugged, waterproof jacket. Price well. Um, yeah, you get all your gear in it. No need for a vest or pack or anything like that. It, it, it fits a lot. So, um, yeah, they're new and in-store as well. Yeah, definitely. And uh, the Solarflex wind hoodie while we're on the apparel trains, fantastic. Uh, good for when you're on the flats or something and you need something to keep the wind off. It might still be a little bit warm, so it's nice and lightweight. Yeah. Um, probably got a little bit of water repelling qualities in there. Um, and packable. So when you're heading to a destination like Cocos or something like that and you're already skinny on luggage and you think you might need a slightly heavier layer, it's a good option. Yeah. Heavier in terms of being able to handle some wild weather. But I think most of the time you're on the flats and, and if it's hot, you, you don't really care too much about getting wet, no. especially yeah. if you're wading because yeah. you, you're in the water. Yeah. Um, and so that would just keep you that little bit warmer yeah and definitely. it's a yeah. shell that's yeah. gonna you know be a bit of a wind barrier yeah. as well yeah um but yeah definitely that that shiny material up over the shoulders will have a dwr coating on it to keep water off and have it bead um but you know i, I it, it's more a, a wind jacket yeah it is yeah definitely yeah 100 percent, and very cool stylish looking would go well with the approach hikers mm. yeah 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 definitely yeah you'd look good in that <laughs> Thanks. A revolver. <laughs> Your stomping grounds, mate. <laughs> Forbesies. Forbesy. <laughs> um, yeah. Now that the R8's gone, we're clearing out the HDs. Salt HDs. Yeah. I dug a few out of the cupboard today that weren't on display. So <laughs> <laughs> it turns out we've got a couple more than we thought we did have. Um, but yeah, at an unbelievable price. So if you're after a, a very good saltwater rod that still carries the lifetime warranty that Sage has, um, yeah. then they're a bargain. Yeah, they are a bargain at that price. Like you're buying a premium rod for 12 feel like we're shoving a lot of product down your throat. Yeah, I know. Yeah, sorry, guys. <laughs> it's been bloody dragging you yeah, for 20 yeah. minutes or so. Um, Why don't we talk about some fishing? Let's talk fishing. Let's talk fishing. Cool. Because it is a fishing podcast. Yes. First and foremost, it's a fly fishing podcast. Okay, sorry. Yes. Australia's premier fly, fly fishing, fishing podcast. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, yeah, so where have you been, mate? You've been, um, I've um, been flogging the Gippsland streams. <laughs> flogging them. Yeah. Every single one, crawling them, Literally. buzzing around in his little Mazda MX-5. Oh, the driving roads out there are exceptional. <laughs> and when you don't have a four-wheel drive, you kind of look for those nice, twisty, turning, perfectly surfaced tarmac roads. Yeah. It, it's the de- it's, what do they say? It's the journey? It's the journey, not the destination. Not the destination. But in this case, it's the journey and the destination. Definitely. Um, 
Yeah, so you've been getting some nice fish out there. Yeah, I caught, I don't know, one and a half pounder out of a stream where you'd normally be catching... Mate, that just grew half a pound. <laughs> you asked me before we started, how big do you think that fish was? And I said, probably a pound. And now you're on the record as having said it's a pound and a half. Anyway, it's a lovely trout for out there, mate. A yeah. Nice rainbow. You did yeah, well. something where you're usually getting a quarter of a pound is that. I bloody smacked the high-vis PMX and, mm. yeah, went crazy. Good fun Weird on a three-weight. That's cool. Yeah. But you've got, yeah, such a plethora of streams out there. It's crazy. And yeah, you look at it. link up and... Look at that map and it's just... Yeah. And, uh, uh, you know, quite often they narrow and then open up again. Yeah, it's weird. So it's yeah. kind of, you can't, uh, I guess, get to an upper reach of any of these rivers and expect that it's going to be like that for the next five no. kilometres because they yeah. change so dramatically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We the found topography that and everything yeah. just really yeah. Yeah, changes. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, that's definitely... the next best thing in fly fishing i think i think it's still a bit oh you gotta love fly fishing you gotta love fishing in a in rugged country like yes I, you do it's yeah. not not easy it's not well there are spots where you can pull up in your mx5 and sort of jump out <laughs> with your buddy you know <laughs> with your orvis approach yeah. yeah. but there's uh there's yeah if you like walking in and things like that there is some exceptional fishing out there mm. it is a you know yeah. Um, yeah. So if you're looking for inspiration, that you know, get out to Gippsland. Oh, I've got some great reports coming from the northeast as well. Uh, from um, well, I guess the what am I trying to say? God, spit it out. I'm allowed to say you it, interrupted, I? and now yeah. you're fucking. I mean, I think this guy might have told me that his report in confidence. So I was just weighing up the. Nah, I'm just going to tell everyone. Just, yeah, tell um, the big river fishing well. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, All right, I think we might be cutting that one out. <laughs> Bit of heavy editing yeah. on this episode. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, Big River's fishing well. Um, you've always got the uh, Taponga out there, which is worth a look. Um, the Jamison, if you want to drive that a little bit further too, up high it fishes really well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, if you are wanting to, I guess, go that extra mile, yeah. maybe you've got a whole weekend spare, um, yeah. just drive that bit further and, and get to those rivers, you'll have a good time. I'd yeah. imagine the Hauker would be fishing great. Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh the King too. Good reports coming from the King. Oh, and cod fishing in the King too. Mm. Big Josh has, uh, yeah, he's done well. He has. He's smacked he? his first cod on service yeah. fly. We actually, he was in on Tuesday. We struggled to fit him through the doorway when he arrived because oh, his head was fuck. so big. <laughs> he messages me the next morning, even though I'm going to see him at work that day. And he's like, Peter, I got one off the top. Yeah. Um, actually, I got a good feature image for this episode. I took a photo of his thumb. He's got cod thumb. He was wearing it like a badge of honour. He showed me that about six times in the shop. Ridiculous. <laughs> I think he's like putting his finger in their mouth and like rubbing it back and forth just so that he can wear that badge. Yeah. Um, but no, he had a really good day yeah. on it and um, he's in, in some ways I think started to really crack the code on cod and he's found some great water and, you know, he's he, not without lack of effort. He's done a lot of days trying yeah. to do it and, um, yeah, the early morning, late evening stuff is, is obviously where it's at. And he's, he's done well. He's boy. done very well, yeah. So, no, well done, Josh. See. Sorry you're not here to tell us all about it. We'll just... Uh, no, you, he's yeah. spared us. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, and you've been to Cocos. I've been to Cocos Keeling Islands, uh, 12 days there with the team at Hello Backing. Um, yeah, we got rubbish weather. Yeah, mm. we saw it at its worst, do you reckon? At its, at its worst, 12... 
days straight of rain, um, but we did have patches of sun, um, so got some good sight fishing done. The bone fishery there is unbelievable. I've seen a lot of bone fisheries um, and all over the world, Caribbean, Seychelles, Christmas Island, uh, yeah, everywhere. Um, but the size and average size of bonefish there is probably bigger than anywhere else that I've seen. Uh, Atataki might come close. Um, and biggest bonefish on the scales that I got was eight pound. Uh, and I got a seven and a half as well. Just noticeably, you know, that next yeah. size class up, that yeah. fights so differently to the four and five pounders. Um, I reckon you could say that the average size would probably be around three and a half pound. Yeah. You don't get many under that. Um, but a three and a half pound bonefish is a bloody good bone. You so love boning, don't you? I love, <laughs> I love my bonefish. <laughs> uh, have you seen my metal bonefish? No. Um, a gentleman by the name of Nick Juice used to make these uh, fish that he'd hammer out about polished aluminium. Oh, yeah, I think I've seen them before. And yeah. I've got a beautiful one, and it sits at, at home with a like a copper plate that it, it sits proudly there. And um, and I think it, when I got it off him, he said that's a that's a ten pound bonefish from Atataki, and I was like, oh wow, you know that's what I've always aspired to. But having now caught an eight pound, I'm like, well, this this fish dwarfs my, you yeah. know, what what am I caught? What are they? Statue? Yeah. <laughs> what is artwork. it? Artwork. Artwork. It dwarfs my artwork. <laughs> you can see I'm, I'm very worldly when it comes to art. <laughs> um, but yeah. But it's a different type of fishing to Atataki, I think. Like you've got surfing bones at Cocos. Is that what they call them? And yeah, there's like, a lot of variety. Yeah, different heaps, types of fishing. Heaps. It's not just deep water yeah. stuff. Yeah. Or deeper water. Not yeah, just, that's yeah. true. Yeah, Atataki yeah. seems to be really out of the boat where there's a yeah. lot of waiting at yeah. Cocos. Yeah. Um, you know, we had... Tough days. We haven't had a day where I didn't catch a fish. So it's worth being aware that you can have shit conditions in any flats destination that you go. Um, these places are always a roll of the dice, or you can do any trips a roll of the dice with weather. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I think when you're spending six and a half grand, <laughs> you kind of you start to think that you're onto a sure thing. Like your expectations. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, yeah. which is. Um, it, it's not it, it, You can't justify it. It's silly But that's just how it is And um, Yeah You get on that plane And think it's just going to be Blue sky And you know yeah. 95 As they say <laughs> In America <laughs> uh, But yeah Great A great place to go I've got a nice GT as well uh, There's bumpies there Parrot uh, Bumphead parrotfish Bumphead parrotfish And triggerfish A lot of triggerfish as well um, I didn't do much of that sort of fishing. I was just so addicted to, to good boning fish. A lot of boning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, you're the only one laughing. Come on, grow Sorry, up. Right. You're too much of a child. Yeah. We just know how much you love boning. <laughs> it's a good so, one. Yeah. It's a good one. Right, I'll stop it. It's worn out now. Yeah. So where are you fishing next then? Um, while I was over in, uh, in Cocos, I had a... A bloke from Launceston building a deck on my shack down in Myena. So I'm really keen to get down there and check that out and do some fishing. Uh, you took my Prado over as well. Oh, so yeah, I did. That was amazing. Pretty there. Yeah, I hope um, it's still there. Yeah. I'm yeah. Put the left, it, up. left it with zero fuel in it. It was an accident. <laughs> Shit happens. 
<laughs> See, people think I'm joking and then Peter backs me up. <laughs> no, no, it's not a joke. It's the fuel lights on and everything. Oh, yeah, I'm surprised if you make it to the bloody petrol station. <laughs> the, the fuel station. Yeah, what are friends for? Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting down there, hopefully before Jim Allen comes back and we'll be able to catch up, maybe have a fish for a day or two. Um, he's been catching a few fish, I believe. Yeah. It's been an interesting season in Tassie. Yeah. 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 I think it. Yeah, people have had to work that little bit yeah. harder. Yep. If you want to go there and fish in one way on one water because that's what you've done every year, year after year, you're probably, probably, probably not, not going to catch it. Not going to do great. Yeah. Not as good as a Facebook fisherman. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. You got to just work out where they're fishing from yeah. Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Tassie w- trout waters book though. Oh, that page. is a bible. It's so good. Like yeah. you drive over. I feel e- like we've we've harped on about that book a lot, haven't we? You, but you drive. It's, I it didn't click until I was there. You drive over any piece of water mm. and you look it up and it's in there. Yeah. Like I had Chelsea in the car with me and I'm like, "What's that? Look it up." Mm. By the end of it, she was ready to burn the book. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's a fun game for yeah, a, a long drive, isn't it? Yeah. Hey, Chelsea. Yeah. Um, <laughs> poor Chelsea. Bloody hell. But a good trip to Tassie. Yeah, Amazing. Yeah. yeah, and it's the sort of thing that, you know, you can do with your partner, actually, because you can go to all the touristy stuff and there's trout fishing 10 minutes away. Yeah. You're never further than 15 minutes from catching a trout in Tasmania. And shout out to the saltwater fishing down there. Yeah. Brim, Aussie salmon, yeah. flathead. All those Australian saltwater species. It's kind of similar to Victoria, but just that notch above us. Oh, mate, it's some quality. It, yeah, two mm. notches, I reckon. Yeah. Like the fishing is yeah, great. Malakoot is pretty good. But yeah, 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 yeah. I'm thinking probably, you know, closer to closer home. to home. But mm. yeah, this this is that next level. You know, you can be in the middle of Hobart and within you know five minutes from your hotel, you're standing on an oyster a mussel bed, mm. and there's brim schooling in front of you and something yeah. busting up. So yeah, it's good, mm. good fun. Bloody earth. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tassie was great for me. I, I was going to do a podcast on it, but apparently I'm not much of an authority or something like that. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, we need someone that actually knows what they're talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's exactly, that's exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're in Tassie. That's your next fishing destination, hey? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, and then I'm fishing on Saturday after work. You're going to join me, I hope. Maybe. I hope. Yeah. I don't have any fishing friends, so if anyone wants to come fishing <laughs> with me. <laughs> Peter's in need of fishing I'm friends. Need of fishing friends. Hit him up so on Facebook. Yeah. Hit, and hit me up on social media if you want to go for a fish. Actually, don't hit you up on Facebook. You're never on. No. no. You're no, too young Yeah, that. I don't use Facebook yeah. that much. TikTok no. him or Snapchat yeah, TikTok him? TikTok me. That's it. Send me a TikTok. <laughs> Make a TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Send your application. Through to, <laughs> through to Peter and he'll yeah. uh, see if he can fit you in the MX-5. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Forbes doesn't fit. So that ruled out our fishing friendship. <laughs> well, you get a trailer for him. Yeah. <laughs> he probably doesn't have a tow bar, though, does he? doesn't. No. <laughs> this is the most impractical <laughs> fishing vehicle. Anyway, you knew that when you I knew it. that when I bought it. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Um, Should we round it off with Fly of the Week? Fly of the Week. Let's do it. All right. Uh, mine is going to be the Never Sink Caddis. Ooh. Um, it's foam bodied hackle deer hair wing yeah, with a little bit of pink poly yarn or something there so you can see it. Yeah, over the top of yeah, the deer hair. So fantastic yeah. if you're getting someone into fishing. I've been getting Chelsea into fishing lately and um, 
And it's just good because A, it floats well and B, you can see it. It's a bit hard when you're starting out to distinguish mm. a fly from the bubble line. And yeah. it's nice and small too. Mm. It's not like those bigger high-vis flies. So when the fish are a bit challenging and they're on small things, that yeah, yeah, it's amazing fly. Yeah. Oh, that's good. Um, yeah. Chelsea Bean, she, she, have you geared her up with some women's gear? Um, yeah, she's She's going to get into a pair of clear waters. Yeah. Uh, the women's clear waters, which from seem Orvis, to be from yeah. Orvis. Yeah, 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 yeah. They seem to be one of the better women's options. Yeah. Um, and then boots, of course, are unisex, but she's been wearing the tossus. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. They're fantastic. Well, at yeah. the right price. At the right price. Yeah, that's right. Size. Yeah, yeah. Cool. But the the uh, range of women's gear in the shop now is expanding, isn't it? It's it is. fantastic. Yeah. yeah. And no, the, the amount of women now. getting into the sport. Yeah. It's Amazing to see, actually. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, so we've got the tributary women's. We've also got the clear water by Orvis. And we've got the ultralight by Orvis as well. Yeah. And that sort of, how much are they? Seven, 780 or Six, something? Yeah, yeah. For the, uh, for the ultralight. And so we can also, if you want something better, yeah. we can get them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like the Sims yeah. G3 or anything like that. Yeah. Um, we can we can size you up and, and do that. But, uh, yeah, it's good to have now not just a range, yeah. but different price a points selection. within a range. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, if you're uh, uh, yeah, wanting some women's yeah. gear, we've got it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, 100%. Uh, yeah, my fly of the week. Yeah. Woo-wee. Um, so, uh, yeah, I put a fly order together for Scott uh, today. And um, he's a man who knows a good fly when he sees one. Um, I sent him the one that I really like, which is called a, a Ross's Hez Ear Nymph. And he didn't seem to like that that much. So <laughs> I sent him a photo of a Croston's Tungsten Quill Nymph. And he loved that. So that's going to be my fly of the week. Kind of courtesy of Scott at Wilderness Fly Fishing. Um, copper bead. It's got a high-vis collar, CDC hackle. And then a very nice, slim quill body. Yeah. I like it. So it's just going to sink fast. Yeah. But, you know, like they're, they're quite often overdressed in the body, nymphs. Yeah. You want them slim. Yeah. yeah. Um, so it's just that more tactical-looking competition-style yeah. nymph, you know. Um, and uh, cocktailing on tail. So, yeah. yeah. All, all the right stuff in a fly. And I love flies with copper beads. Always yeah. will. Yeah, yeah. Um, copper so and silver are the colours. You reckon? I reckon. Yeah. You're going to narrow it down to two? Yeah. yeah. I think I would. Yeah. Yeah, copper, silver, and a But dark. why should you? No, narrow why it down should to six. You? I think, <laughs> yeah, six, yeah, obviously. You need pink? Yeah. You need oh, gold. pink beads are great you too. You need matte yeah. black. You need nickel. Yeah. Nickel's an amazing <laughs> colour bead. <laughs> no, they all yeah. bloody work, don't I think, they? no, but we're going to do a podcast on this one day, bead colour. Yeah. 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 We should. Um, Stewie yeah. Dick wrote a really good article at Flystream. There's an article on, on bead colour and... Yeah. Yeah, sizes and things, and yeah, that's uh, that's definitely worth a read at flystream.com yeah, if you're definitely. curious as to what kind of beads work best. Yeah, um, cool. Well, that's right. that's pretty much it, guys. Again, sorry we've been missing in action for so long. Uh, we've got a lot in the pipeline, so stay tuned. Uh, we might even do just a little Cocos revisited one. Um, yeah, that'll you know, be good. I think Ross saw it at its very best and I saw it at potentially its very worst having a cyclone go through um, so it'll be good to compare notes and just uh, yeah talk a bit about that but um, thanks for listening and yeah. Peter see you next time do you want to sign us out do you want me to count you in count me out count you out <laughs> Three, two, one. thanks guys we'll see you next time bye bye